Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. Our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we off might win by fearing to attempt. William Shakespeare. When you allow doubt to enter your space, it can talk you out of your dreams. I was really blessed in 2004 to have the opportunity to participate in this competition. The award for this competition was when you wrote these um, concepts was you got a deal with Nickelodeon to direct and produce these interstitials, which were like about three minutes. So two of my friends, when they first heard that I was going to enter this competition, both of them thinking in their loving way, one of them said to me, Tracy, don't get your hopes up too high because you don't have any credits in TV. Another one said to me, you know, slow down, you know, this is your first attempt at this and it doesn't have in your first time. Well, if I had listened to that energy, if I had allowed that energy to digest in my spirit and my soul, I probably would have given up just based on the fear and just based on the fact that, yes, I didn't have a resume in television for commercials at that time. But what I did have is I had faith. I had belief in myself and I had a mechanism to shut down the noise. 
So I shut the noise down, I stayed focused and I stayed persistent. And not only did I get the job, but I invited my two friends to the premiere. Today, I will not allow my doubts to determine my success. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. And I'm very excited today because your guest today, you're very familiar with her, it's me. 
It's Tracy Moore. I'm going to be doing The Spirited Actor, part two of my book, The Spirited Actor Principles for a Successful Audition. I just want to give mad shout out to all the actors who downloaded part one and increased my book sales. I appreciate love you. Please continue to buy the book and support the book. My wish is for you to continue to take this information and be empowered by this information. That's what's really important. And that you are doing your due diligence on your work, doing your due diligence on your training. And I want to emphasize this because one of the things, aside from being my son and my children that I love, is the fact that my son recently has been just really binging on some amazing films and classic films. The other night he was watching Seven. And, you know, when you guys watch these films as actors, as creative beings, this is a study ground for you. This is work. And so I want you to incorporate that and know that you could have a loved one complaining about the fact that you're binging on movies or you're watching these movies. And you can let them know that this is a part of your homework and this is a part of your learning as well. You know, a lot of times actors, you know, you guys kind of beat up on yourselves when you're not doing something and doing something doesn't doesn't always mean you're moving. Doing something could be, like I said, watching the television show that you want to be on so that you can understand the rhythm of the show. A lot of times when you have shows like Law & Order, these franchises that have a formula to their show, it's good for you to study and to know what that formula is or to know the type of characters that come on that show in which you could portray. So the work never stops, ladies and gentlemen. It's up to you. So I'm excited to take you on a journey today with the Spirited Actor Principles for a Successful Audition by myself, Tracy Moore. And you can purchase the book at authorshouse.com or amazon.com. And I appreciate love the fact that you are purchasing my book and reading my book and studying from my book. So we're going to begin, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to grab some paper, a pen, whatever you use to document things so that you can pull some information. I'm going to give you highlights from these chapters. And then when you purchase the book, you can get the rest of the information that's in there. And again, I appreciate love you for doing that. Okay. Starting with chapter four, arm yourself with the right props. It is through order that the greatest things are born. The wisdom of the talents. So one of the things that is really super important being an actor in terms of if you had a toolkit, what are the things in which you need? The first thing you need is a photo. That photo is what is going to be your entry into whether you get a self-tape audition, whether you get a general audition or maybe a general meeting. That photo is extremely important. And what's important about your photo, one, is that you look like your photo. People of color, it's important that you find a photographer that lights your skin tone. I've had several occasions, and this is the reason why I bring this information to you, is because I've had the experience of it. But when you have your photo and you 
take it with someone who doesn't know how to light you. A dark-skinned person can have a photo that makes them look light-skinned and a light-skinned person can have a photo that makes them look dark-skinned. Nothing is the true value of who they really are. So it's really super important that you tap into, if you see a fellow actor and they have a great picture, ask them who the photographer was. You know, pre-pandemic, we used to be able to go to photographers and audit their books and, you know, see their work. I don't know if that's still happening. Everything is probably on the computer or your phone, but do your due diligence and find a photographer that's right for you, that understands how to get certain moments from you and capture certain characteristics in your photos. That's really important. And also someone that, you know, is not going to put you in front of really distracting backgrounds or allow you to wear distracting clothes or earrings or anything that's going to take us away from going straight to your face. As a casting director, that's what we want to do. We want to go straight to your face. And we want to be in the position to say, hmm, postal worker, um, nurse, lawyer. We want to be in a position to be able to do that. Okay. We don't want you to telegraph for us the characters in which you feel you can be. So you want to leave yourself open. You want to be sort of like a clean slate. You're authentically in your natural way. Women, we don't need a lot of hair and makeup. We have hair and makeup on set. So we can make you look like whatever we want. Even if we have to cut your hair, add extensions, dye it, whatever, we are able to do that. What we want to see is the possibility in your hair, you know, or we want to see, you know, if your hair is straight, we might want to see your hair curly or, you know, we, we have the ability to do those things once you're cast, C-A-S-T, not casted Once you're cast, then we have the ability to create all of those things. However, in your photo. You want to look authentically how you look. You want to be naturally beautiful and you want to wear studs. You don't want, again, anything distracting us from your face. We want to look at your face and be able to laundry list different characters in which we feel that you can be. Okay. Very, very important photo. Very important that you do your due diligence in finding a great photographer that can capture you. Your resume, do not ever lie on your resume ever. This business is very small and things get back to people. And, you know, you want to develop trust early in your career and you want people to trust that not only are you an actor when you say you're an actor, but that you understand the work of an actor. So when you go on a set, you know, set etiquette, you know how to work as an actor. And when you get an agent and a manager, those expectations are there. Because this is who you are. You're a professional. You should know these things and you should know how to do these things. Okay. So your resume, you want to, again, give accurate information. It's important that we understand your height, your weight, your hair color, and your eye color. Why are these things important? Because there are stand-ins of the leads. And so you may be interested in doing stand-up work, which is very lucrative because let's say you're on Grey's Anatomy and you're standing in for one of the leads. If they work every day, you work every day. And that is a complete check as a stand-in that you get every single day. If they do 13 episodes, you're in 13 episodes. So if you're looking for something consistent like that, also gives you the flexibility 
accessibility of the set. You're around all the other actors. You're, you know, an earshot in conversation around Video Village, which is where the director, producer, the DP, the script supervisor, that's where all of them sit and watch the monitor of the performance. So on your resume, those things are really important. Your height, your weight, your hair color, and your eye color. As a stand-in, you want to make sure you have the same height as the actor, the same skin color, and the same hair color if they aren't going to put a wig or anything like that on. The other things that follow are a working phone number. You guys, you have to, if you are going to, which I believe we're out of this age, but when I first started casting, a lot of times actors would put their landline. For those of you who don't know what a landline is, that's when we used to have phones in our homes and they would put that phone number and I would call and a family member would answer and I'd be like, hi, can I speak to Mark? And they're like, Mark's not here. And I'm like, well, can you take a message? They didn't know how to take a message or they wrote the message down wrong. In that case, I would always emphasize to make sure your household was in sync with your work. It's important. Details are important and it's important that they take down the proper message for you. But now you have your cell phones and so people can call you directly, leave messages. Maybe there's still messaging services. I don't know. But however these messages are being taken down, you should make sure that they are taken down accurately and you should make sure that the proper phone number is on your resume for representatives to get in touch with you or casting directors. The other thing that you will do is you will list your credits. So we can start with theater. You can list your theater credits. Um, when you're listing any credits, you want to list the production in the first row. In the second row, you want to list the role in which you had. And then in the third column, you either want to list the director or the theater company, right? So for instance, let's say you did A Midsummer Night's Dream and you were one of the lead characters and you performed at BAM in Brooklyn, which is a very known theater. You want to put things that people's eyes are going to recognize and they're going to be able to understand the level of your performance and, you know, where you performed. So you will list that in theater and TV and film. You will do the same. You never want to list as an actor. You never want to put extra. You want to be able to name the extra role, right? So it could be a pedestrian. It could be a co-worker, but you don't want to embellish as if you were a contract player, but you do want to give it a name so it just doesn't say extra. And then we can see the progression of like, let's say, pedestrian to day player to supporting. And then eventually you don't even have to put that extra on there. You're just putting your speaking role parts on there. After that, you have commercials. A lot of times you'll see on a resume conflict by request. And so basically that means in the commercial world, if you did a commercial for AT&T, you may not be able to do a commercial for T-Mobile. These are telecommunication companies and everyone has their different policies. Same with maybe Pepsi and you can't do Hawaiian Punch. So those are the conflicts upon the request of the casting director when you're being considered. They want to know if you have any conflicts with Ford and you can't do Toyota or Land Rover. 
So that's what's there. And then after you have that, you have your training. You want to list all of the training that you have. You don't want to go as far as high school unless like you're a younger person, but you do want to talk about training. If you went to Syracuse, that's a great school for acting. Or if you went to Juilliard, American Academy, Harlem School of the Arts, any of those type of training programs, we believe that you had you know, training and you were part of a series of classes or in these conservatories, two-year programs, four-year programs. Once you put down training, after that, what follows is dialect. You might have dialects that you do, but please, ladies and gentlemen, do not put down dialects if you cannot be consistent with that dialect. If you come in and out of that dialect, it is so uncomfortable for the casting person, one. But two, it doesn't show continuity. And if we can't trust you with continuity, then that's not authentic. And we need people who can authentically have a Jamaican accent or a UK accent. Finally, the last thing you want to list are your special skills. And your special skills can specifically be anything that is as unique as eating fire to horseback riding to having formal wear or having a car. A lot of times what happens with actors is that, you know, they will be paid additional pay if they have EMS uniform or a nurse's uniform or a specific car. So you want to list those things. You also want to list qualities about yourself that maybe you speak another language. Maybe you're a writer. Maybe you are a great baker. Maybe you're a great screamer. Whatever specifically those things that are going to attract a casting director's attention or maybe a specialty that they need for that film, karate, martial arts, anything like that. Put those things down. But these things that you list in special skills, you have to be just as great as you are as an actor because you never know when a director, and I've had this experience where a director said to me, just because he's seen on that actor's resume that they can speak French, he says to me, tell them to do all of the dialogue in French. Now, neither one of us can speak French, but he just wanted to see if they could really do that. So don't put anything on there that you cannot stand by 150%. Okay, I give you some other tips and some ideas in this as well. But this is chapter four to arm yourself with the right props, the right props that are going to get you into the doors and get you seen by the people that you need to be seen by at make decisions and cast and give you jobs. Right. So we're moving on to chapter five. And chapter five is the first impression is your only impression. Trust your hopes, not your fears. David Mahone. So a lot of times when I have conversation with actors about the audition process, they are a bit frustrated. And especially now where we have Zoom and we live in Zoom, we don't have that interaction that we had years ago as casting directors. And I think a part of the challenge now in being a casting director is to create that synergy when you have table reads, because the table reads, you have the whole cast on reading and you have your executives, and your writers and the director on as well. So it can be a little difficult trying to pull that energy out and get that energy out, right? However, this is what we have. And so we're not back fully in live auditions yet. Prayerfully, we will come back, but I don't know. But what we know is that we are dealing with self-tapes now. How do you 
give your best performance in that first impression? Well, I want to say, first of all, that a lot of you are familiar with one of our spirited actor OGs, Jaleesa Capri. And Jaleesa is amazing. And I can say this for myself because I've had the pleasure during the interviews with Joe Morton for Inside the Black Box to be able to do these interviews at my home. And Jaleesa has come over and set up the background and the lighting and taught me things with makeup and just amazing. It just brings a total comfort in the space to do your work, right? When all this stuff is put together. So you need a comfort and the comfort is having the right equipment to do your job. So what do you need? Well, you need a background, you need the right lighting, you need the stands and the tripods and other additional lighting that is going to help your situation. And so in knowing this, it is important that you invest in yourself and invest in the things in which you need. Jaleesa also took me to the Mac store to show me the makeup that I needed and specifically for my camera and the lighting in which I had. All of these things in educating yourself is really going to up the ante on your confidence and your performance. So one is making sure that you have the proper equipment and the proper tools to do your self-take. The next thing, I've had conversations with fellow casting directors, and they've all agreed that you should do as many takes as you feel you would get in the room. Now, first of all, you're not going to get anywhere from five to seven to 10 to 12 takes. That's not happening. It's rare, but that's not happening. You know you will get at least one. I suggest that you do anywhere from three to four takes because when you've done your due diligence and done your homework and prepared, then you don't need a thousand takes. You're explosive, sizzling hot, ready to burst and film this dynamic performance. Okay. But you should not think to yourself, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll carve out four to 6 p.m. to do my self tape. Well, that's great, those two hours. But within those two hours, you're not going to do 15, 20 takes. You're not going to do. So you're going to have to learn also to trust yourself. And in trusting yourself, you will know how to decide which take is better for you and which take you 150% stand besides and champion and believe you did your best that you could do. Being that you only get one impression, this impression needs to be great. We talk about you when you're talented and we talk about you when you're not prepared and you came in the work, the room to do the work or you sent in your self-tape and you had not done the work necessary for you. I just want to stress, and specifically in this chapter, it really is about your work ethic. It's about investing in the equipment. It's about trusting yourself and your instinct to know when you have given a great performance that you are proud to submit and happy to submit, and then you move on after that. But it's important that you understand You're not going to be doing this all day and all night and having your parents up or your sister or your brother or your babysitter, none of that. If you do the work before, you don't need to do all of that. You will have dynamic takes within those three to four takes, okay? So that is your first impression. Also, the other thing is, is that now with self-tapes, where do you have the space for us casting directors to see your personality, right? 
And what I mean by that is that in your introduction, in your slate is where we get the opportunity to see you and to see your performance. So it shouldn't be an act. It should just be you yourself relaxed and hi, I'm Tracy Moore and I'm reading for the role. I live in New York City. This is where we can get your personality because I honestly believe that the audition process is 50% talent and 50% personality. So where do we see the personality? Because we we have to like you. We have to feel good about you because in most cases we're working anywhere from four to, to eight to 10 to 12 weeks with you, depending upon the budget. Okay. So it's really important that you give us a glimpse into your personality in that slate. And then you morph into a whole different character and preferably the character that we're looking for. And casting directors want to see your personality. When you are inside a live audition, we get a chance to feel energy and synergy and do all that, right? However, on these self-tapes, we don't have that. So again, in your slate, and it doesn't have to be over the top and crazy bubbly, it's your authentic self. We need to see you. That's really important that you understand. We also need to see you in these auditions. See the person that we're going to be working with. That's important. Okay. And one of the things that is very important to me with actors is that once you've done your audition, whether it's a self-tape, whether it's a live audition, and you have given all that you can give, let it go. It is not your job to hold on to all of these auditions and, you know, when are they going to call and check your phone and your text. And that is not healthy. And you need to start training yourself to let these things go. Because what I can tell you in my experience, in my observation, that there is a role out there for you and that when you are consistent and persistent, things will come to fruition for you. Lastly, find your comfort zone. Nothing, chapter six, nothing can dim the light which shines within you. That is so true. Your light is your light and you allow your light to shine. Never, ever, ever dim your light for anyone. The tips that I can tell you in chapter two, finding your own comfort zone is finding a place where you can retreat, where you can go within your spirit, where you can go within your soul and you're protected and you're at peace and you know that all is well because all is well. And so that is how you can create this sanctuary for yourself where nothing else outside comes in and disturbs your peace. Nothing disrupts your groove, that you stay aligned and in unison with you, your authentic self. You're enough. You're beautiful. You are perfection. All of these wonderful mantras that will uplift your spirit, uplift your soul, and continue to remind you of who you are. You are a powerful, powerful, creative being. And when you do your due diligence, when you are armed with the right training and you can stand on a solid foundations, your confidence will soar. Other people will want to be around you. And the working actor that you choose will be ignited. And then the rest is history.
I just want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to share with you my book, Principles for a Successful Audition, The Spirited Actor, Principles for a Successful Audition by me, Tracy Moore. And it can be purchased at authorshouse.com or amazon.com or barnesandnoble.com as well. We are going to be back with the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and I'm going to give you some love. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share some more love. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now it's time for Give Love. Some people in your life wait for manifestation of your dream before they congratulate But what I don't understand is, did it occur to them that you kind of needed the support during the journey? You know, on those nights when you feel like I don't want to write anymore, or when you feel like you're stuck and you're not going anywhere, or when you just need those words of encouragement to just keep going. And why not think it's going to be successful? Why believe 
so early and so quickly that you're going to fail. There's noise in this world. There's noise in our family and among our friends every single day that has the power to deter you from your dreams. But the truth is you always and will always have the power in making decisions for your life because no one is in your head. No one is in your thought. No one is conducting anything in your mind without you. Take control of your life in this moment, in this present moment and baby steps, but talk to yourself, spend time with yourself, journal with yourself and continue to encourage and influence yourself on your journey, even when nobody else does. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Kerry Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-course, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.